Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to today's program. I hope you are doing well. And today we're going to talk about how we can make more money in our business. Dr. Frank is going to share with us some tips of something that we can do online that will increase sales if we you know, accurately execute the strategy. So this is going to be a lot of fun. And actually off air, uh, personally, Dr. Frank's been helping me with this topic and helping me to better optimize my business and my revenue uh, through this. And so I thought it would be a good idea to have him on air and uh, share these secrets and tips with you as well uh, to help you take your business to the next level. So always a good time with Dr. Frank in the house and uh, appreciate him sharing his knowledge with us. Also want to express our gratitude to one of our new sponsors around here. And that is our friends at Roll by ADP. So if you guys are looking to get a payroll company for your business, Roll by ADP just made that a whole lot simpler. They have an app that will actually walk you through the process of making sure your team is properly paid and you have everything um, done legally with taxes and things of that nature. So you can run your business and save yourself time and money and have the peace of mind that your payroll services are taken care of. And so this is something that's so important in our industry, uh, payroll can be daunting, it can be intimidating, and thank God for the technology uh, that Roll by ADP has for us. So let's hear a quick word from them, and we'll get into Dr. Frank Holloman teaching us how we can make some more money. Like the best lawns, running a business requires a lot of maintenance. At some point, you got to invest in new tools. It's time to check out Roll by ADP, the first chat-based payroll app built specifically for small business owners. Roll understands your business challenges, especially time-consuming tasks like payroll, filing taxes, and onboarding. With Roll, you can run payroll from a job site in a matter of minutes. Visit GetRoll.com slash GreenIndustry to claim three months free. Alrighty, Dr. Frank, I'm excited today to talk about how we can make more money. And specifically, we're going to talk about how online, even more than a website, there's opportunities out there to make more money. Tell us more, Dr. Frank. Yeah, that's right, Paul. Everybody should have a website. That's number one. If you're going to have an online presence, you're going to use your uh, the internet uh, to help your business get promoted more, get more customers and keep them. But there's more things you can do online that you should do that are inexpensive or no cost at all. In addition to your website, that's how to use email very effectively. It's it's done if it's done right, it's very effective and it costs nothing or almost nothing. And every business should be using it and doing it the right way to make more money. So that's what we're going to talk about today, Paul. Cool. Let's get right into it, Dr. Frank. Somehow you you just keep pinging me and poking me at things that I already prepped before. And, and you know, I'll say this, Dr. Frank, because you taught me this Chinese proverb that when the student is ready, 
the teacher appears. And for a while, I, I've been needing to renovate my website. You've been in my ear about a website and I'm you know, currently making the changes you suggested. I literally been writing down all my goals that I need to start consistently emailing. And then here you are in my ear again about email. So you, you're, you're right on time with these messages. And I know a lot of other folks are out there thinking, I got to get it together. Yeah. And you know, Paul, I don't want anybody to prejudge this email thing. Because uh, until you know what we're going to talk about today, I would suggest that the audience not draw a conclusion about it like, oh, well, I don't want to do email. That's That's not for me. It really is such a valuable tool. It's easy to use. You don't have to know a whole lot really to be very effective at it. We're going to talk about those things. And it's just such low hanging fruit in terms of internet marketing strategy to promote your business, uh, get leads and convert those leads into real customers and stay connected with them. Every business should be should be utilizing email. And if it's done the right way, it's it's not much of a hassle at all. So that's that's uh, really the key point here is don't prejudge. Uh, you should be doing it and you should be doing it now. All right. Well, tell us more, Dr. Frank. OK, well, uh, first of all, um, the first thing you got to do on the Internet is you got to have a website and email complements it. But what that website should be doing, just as a very quick review, is it should tell your audience who comes to your website who you are and should um, tell them about yourself in a very personal and authentic way. So they get to know you and uh, hopefully like you and want to contact you. And of course, on the website, you tell them what you do and you show pictures about what it looks like when you do what you do in terms of lawn care and landscaping, that kind of thing, and all the things with the lawn. You certainly use your website to educate. You can use your website to make sales where you can even sell them things, uh, hopefully even consumables, things that they could run out of that they want to buy more from when they run out. Um, those could be um, things they put on their yard or uh, I don't know what the consumables are, but some Lawn care businesses may want to sell some kind of consumable related to lawn care that uh, their customers come back to buy more of. And of course, all your contact information. Now, that should be also on the website. Well, those are the very things that uh, dovetail into your email strategy. Uh, because what you want to do with email basically is communicate even further. Uh, your website is where they read and, and look and see. And it's really a one-way communication of you to them. But email gives you the same opportunity plus the ability for them to, to dialogue with you and respond. And it uh, can be put on automatic, which we'll talk about, and can be done in real-time broadcast mode, which, which we'll also talk about. So um, your website, bottom line, what I'm trying to say, Paul, is your website helps to build relationship with your visitors or your repeat visitors who might even be your customers by giving them an opportunity to know more, more about you. And email is another way for them to get to know even more about you and have a higher degree of frequency of contact with you. So um, with that, let's get into a little bit more of the dynamics of how email works. Because if you really understand how it works, Paul, 
then you can construct emails that really take no time at all. And they're very effective. If you don't really understand email, then it's, it's nobody's going to like it. You're not going to like doing it. And your, your recipients of your email aren't going to like reading it, but there's so many way, easy ways to get around that. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen effective email with uh, businesses you've been in contact with? Paul? I remember, uh, First time I ever saw AOL, Dr. Frank, I was in my friend Scott Mercer's basement and he had AOL and we started up and is making all these noises. And I literally, I remember where I was at in his basement and where the computer was facing the wall. And we were like, wow, it's like, arr, 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 arr. and then literally we, we got into AOL and this voice came on and said, you've got mail. And we're like, oh yeah. man, like, what is this? And there's like a little red notification. He had a message. And then eventually I, I wasn't th- that rich growing up. And so we didn't have AOL. We had a little ghetto version called AOL Instant Messenger. Um, and then eventually, eventually we had AOL. I think they like sent out a bunch of like free versions in the mail. So anyway, I remember as a kid, you know, my dad would get emails and he'd email my grandpa and it's like, wow. And so I say all that, Dr. Frank, because we got all these young bucks that are teenagers listening to us and they just grow up with their smartphone where they got email all day long. And so you grew up in a generation you didn't have email. And I, I, I guess I say, I appreciate email more than you youngsters that are listening to me that take it for granted, but we're all leaving money on the table uh, cause we're not executing email. So, so keep, keep talking. Yeah. Well, see the thing about it, Paul is as a business owner, you do not want to look at email as just a letter to somebody like you, like you're sending a letter in an envelope through the United States mail and they get it in their mailbox. It's, it's really an opportunity. This is how every business owner should look at, at email. It's an opportunity to build relationship, to build trust, to build goodwill with the people you're communicating to. And who are you communicating to in email? You're communi- communicating to two groups, uh, the leads that you've generated, people who are not your customer yet, but somehow they've, they've come in contact with you by finding you on your website or somebody told them. Uh, to go go to your website, uh, a, f- a friend, or uh, somehow they've, or, or you handed out your business card and you met them in person at one point. Anyway, they're at your they're at your website. Um, you offer something for free, like a checklist or a free report, um, for them to get online if if they just provide their first name and email address, and then boom, they're in your email list for leads. People who aren't your customer yet, but uh, they're interested in learning more. The other group that you want to communicate with by email are the people who are your customers. So you really want to maintain two different lists. The ones who aren't your customers yet, and you're going to be what we call dripping on them, communicating with them in in ways that they appreciate and, and look forward to. And in the process, you're building more trust with them till they want to be your customer and contact you and say, Hey, um, thanks for the emails. I loved your website too. I learned so much. I'm ready to talk to you. Can you give me an estimate? I want you to come over here and check out my, my yard and tell me how much it's going to cost and what you can do for me. I want to meet you in person, something like that. That's, uh, that's how you nurture the lead list to get them to a sale where they contact you and, um, you're not hounding them. They're contacting you saying, I've heard enough. I've seen enough. Love your website. Love your emails. Uh, let's talk. I want to do business with you. And then the other group is your customers who you love because they're paying the bills and you're doing a good job for them. They want to keep you uh, because you provide a good service that's friendly and effective. 
and um, you just want to stay in touch with them as well, uh, even have the opportunity to sell more to them. So those are the two lists and not just one list, but two lists, Paul. Yeah. And I think that current list with your current customers, excuse me, is so important because a lot of times folks are at work and, and they don't see us when we come out there. And when you're able to drip on an email and just touch base and, and add some kind of value and stay in communication, I just feel like that solidifies the relationship so that you're going to be, you know, next spring when you raise their prices, they're going to still go with you because you've done excellent work. You've stayed in good communication. You've really built the computer. Uh, pardon me. You've really built the relationship. What's these noises on your computer, Dr. Frank? You do this every I don't time. Know. It's making bells and whistles. Oh, man. What? I don't know what it is, but it, it sounds important, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, it drives me crazy. I had I interviewed Grayson Sawyer one time, and the guy's fire alarm kept beeping because he didn't have a battery in it. Or battery needed replaced, so it was like beep. Yeah, beeps. It beep, beeps. Beep. <laughs> I was like, oh, Grayson. So anyway, yeah, well, we're going to have well, here, to fix this, Dr. Frank. Yeah, we'll figure that out eventually. But here's the thing, Paul. Uh, emails are not just a letter. It's a huge opportunity that's almost cost nothing for the business owner to communicate in a different way to their potential customer or their existing customers. And that's important because the, the more ways that you communicate, maybe you met them in person, handed out a business card or now they come to your website or they did an internet search and they came to your website and, and you're communicating with just the words and pictures on your website. Well, email is another way to communicate with them and the different modes that you communicate with the customer or the potential customer adds to the richness of the communication. It's multi-mode communication and it's very effective in motivating the potential customer or the customer to uh, like you more, have more trust in you and move them closer to a sale or another sale. So that, that, that uh, multi-mode communication email yet, is yet another mode of communication adds to the richness. And that is much more effective in persuading who you're talking to your target market or your existing customers. So, uh, and you're doing it in a way that gives you a tremendous opportunity not only in another mode of communications, but a, a tremendous opportunity to build trust. And when it, when it comes down to it, all sales are based on relationship. So we're going to talk about the uh, dynamics of what makes any kind of communication and building relationship work, whether it's through email from your business or just talking to your friends, talking to your spouse, talking to your girlfriend uh, to get a spouse. It, the same principles apply. And if you apply them to email, your email will be effective. It will be welcomed most of the time, almost always. And you can keep repeating the emails. Uh, yeah, different content, but you can keep sending emails. And it's in, in that uh, spaced repetition, we have something to say that's relevant and welcome is what builds relationship little by little. And uh, so let's talk about that first. But do you have any comments, Paul, about how to build a relationship just in general with other human beings? Any any thoughts on that? Yeah, uh, I think the word you want, be, you want to be nice to them. But in addition to being nice, what would you say? Well, I think you were you mentioned the word trust. I think we we have to build trust. People, right. people have to trust us. And so there's so many ways that you break that trust. And so just being mindful 
of building that trust is important. And I think the golden rule is just treat others the way you want to be treated. Put ourselves inside of the mind of our customer and just treat them the way that we would want to be treated. It's, it's, it's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. I think that's really good, Paul. I, I totally agree with that. So let me just add to what you said. Uh, in building relationship, the first thing you want to do in email is impart relevant information. Um, just things that you know your potential customers or your existing customers have questions about, or um, maybe they don't have a question about it because they don't even know enough to ask the question. And you telling them something interesting that's valuable about their yard or landscaping, um, th th that's welcomed and it positions you as an expert. And who do you want to do business with? You want to do it with the expert, the someone who knows more than you know and can look out for you. So relevant information can t in an email can take many forms. It could be just a paragraph or two. You want to keep these emails short. You don't want them long. Nobody wants to read a long email. Uh, and usually you just kind of have one or at most two ideas that you write two or three paragraphs about. And, and that's it. Easy to consume, but interesting. So it could be some information. It can be a report. It can be a, a list or a checklist, or it could be a link or a set of links as a resource where it's maybe coming back to your website for some additional information you put on your website, or it even can be links to somebody else's website who doesn't compete with you uh, that provides relevant information. And uh, taking care of a yard and uh, providing that service and landscaping, there's all kinds of information that's inside your head, some of which your customers or potential uh, customers would want to know about. There's no end to that. Just use your your common sense about the kinds of questions and the kinds of things you run into every day with people who want to know about what you do and how you do it. Uh, so that's the first thing is uh, imparting rele relevant information so that you're you position yourself as an expert and, and your your emails are welcome. Hey, Landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you? Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. Hello, Green Industry Podcast listeners. This is Xander Kirby with Pure Marketing Agency. Many of you may have heard me as a friend of the show as I'm a huge believer in Paul and our great landscaping community. Five years ago, I began Trifecta Landscaping with zero experience, and by God's grace, we have grown into a multi-million dollar debt-free company. I was able to do this in large part with having a great understanding on social and digital marketing, and that is why we are now launching my new company, Pure Marketing. Every thriving business needs a top-of-the-line website, consistent and creative content, and full optimization of Google and digital footprints. If you're ready to grow your business and for new clients to discover you, contact our team for free at puremarketingteam.com, where we focus purely on marketing so you can focus purely on your business. 
I do hope you're watching the Almonds Shop Build on Caleb and Brittany's YouTube channel. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. Seeing the construction of the Hardscape Academy's headquarters come to life is definitely cool and satisfying. This fall, the Hardscape Academy in beautiful Fairfield County, OHIO, opens its doors, providing you and your team with hands-on training to improve skill sets and gain equipment mastery so you can supercharge your earnings potential. In the meantime, you can instantly access the Hardscape Academy's online training resources for paver installation, retaining walls, fire pits, step installation, or even schedule a one-on-one coaching call with the kid contractor himself. Visit thehardscapeacademy.com or use the link below to get the comprehensive guides and continuing education that will advance and empower your company today. That's thehardscapeacademy.com. Now, in terms of fostering trust, which was your main point, Paul, there's a couple of key things about that. That was that was so good that you mentioned that because really that's the basis for all relationships is trust. And so the email is a great opportunity for them to get to know about your life because you could talk a little bit about yourself and get a sense about what your style is. What I mean by that is you should always write your emails in just a conversational style, like they're sitting in front of you and, and you're talking to them, even though they're not sitting in front of you and they're just reading your email. You want to use a natural, authentic conversational style. So it's, it's like just like you would talk to them on the phone or in person. That really builds trust. Another way is tell little stories. You're only making one or two points at most two points something that you want them to know about. And uh, you can always add to it a little interesting story or two that's short about um, making the grass greener or cutting the yard with a, a sharp uh, mower blade or whatever your point is, tell an interesting story about a success related to that point or a colossal failure and how it could have been avoided. You know, some kind of true story. People love stories. And if you're telling it in an authentic conversational style, you'll have a captive audience with who's reading your email. And, and so you don't have to be, what I'm trying to say, Paul, is you don't have to be in the email anything that you're not. You just be yourself like you're talking to a one person in the email, even though it may be going out to many. And um, if you uh, send those emails with some degree of frequency, um, you're doing what's called space repetition. Yeah, let's say you have a girlfriend. Uh, you want to stay in contact with them. You don't want to maybe call them every three months. That's not going to work in building a relationship. You want to have some kind of repetition, some degree of frequency of, of contact that's relevant and, and welcome. And um, you do that with email as well. And that is typically meaning at least once a week you're sending an email, but no more than about uh, three times a week because you don't want to overdo your welcome, but you you don't want to be forgotten either. And the last thing uh, to, to foster trust is you can ask them questions too and say, these are my thoughts. Uh, what, what do you think? Uh, what's your opinion about this? But uh, the real key to writing a good email that's welcome is conversational style that's authentic. And number two, you must, absolutely must, Communicate your point with opinion, uh, not just generic vanilla type information. Uh, here, here's what you, you should know, but put your opinion in it. You're the expert. You're the one providing the information. 
and don't be afraid to sh- share your opinion saying, you know, I see this all the time in yards and it just drives me crazy. I hate this because it's so easy to avoid. And I'd say 30% of the neighborhoods I go into half the, half the yards have this problem. And it can be, you know, some kind, I don't know what it is, but some kind of an opinion. And uh, Paul, I've heard you talk a lot uh, about this or that concerning yards and and customers you've come across and neighborhoods you know about. And you've got a few hot buttons where if I bring up the subject, you go off with a strong emotion about what your opinion is. That has to be the kind of thing in your email. Like, give me an example of that. Yeah. Mowing frequency. You know, a lot of guys down here in Atlanta, you you need, I just interviewed a guy, Dr. Frank, incredible interview. You guys can watch it on the YouTube channel, Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jameson. His name's Ron Henry. He's over in Gainesville, Georgia. I think he has the nicest yard in America. I'm not exaggerating. I'm pretty sure his yard's the nicest one in America. <laughs> Guess how often he mows his lawn and he uses a cylinder mower, one of the real mowers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Guess how frequently he mows his yard in the summer? I have no idea. Every day, seven days <laughs> a week, 6.30 a.m., he mows your grass. And one day he goes one way, the next day he'll go the other way, the next Time will go a third diagonal way. So it's like this incredible checkerboard. Wow. And he mows his yard every single day and it looks perfect. And so then you get some customers and they call you up and, and y'all are laughing because you already know where this is going. Do you do bi-weekly? They'll ask you, can you come bi-weekly? I have <laughs> one, one guy just told me a story. Actually, Jason, I think it was Jason Creel said someone called him and said, can you, can you mow it once every six weeks? <laughs> so... <laughs> That's a hot topic for me. And, and and listen, if this is regionally, geographically specific, if you're in a cooler climate, maybe mowing frequency is different than here in hot Atlanta, but they call it hot Atlanta because it's 90 degrees and our Bermuda grass is growing like crazy and it needs mowed a minimum of once a week, but really it needs mowed more than that. It's just uh, mm-hmm. most people structure their program on weekly mowing, but that's a hot topic for me is when, I see companies down here doing biweekly mowing and uh, the market will pay for more if you have the right marketing. And I have a, f- a friend who's um, actually, he charges this guy three times a week. He, he goes out and he real mows uh, three times a week and the guy ha- happily pays him a lot of money to, to mow his yard three times a week. So that's one little button. You can tell the passion and the opinion here is, is mowing frequency. Uh, as Ron Henry says, he who mows the most wins. Uh, the, the, the zoysia and the Bermuda likes frequent mowing in, in, in a growing season. Yeah, that's that's a good example, Paul. Um, you got to put passion and emotion. That's real and authentic in your emails because that's what people like. They, they want you to express yourself. Um, I just thought of a great idea. I grew up, Paul, in South Florida and the grass grows very fast, particularly in, in the summer there. And I used to see um, yards where they take all the grass out and they just put in colored rocks. Uh, maybe that would be considered landscaping, but maybe that's a good service to offer where you take out all the grass and you put in rocks. What do you think about that one, Paul? Yeah, I mean, th- that <laughs> definitely uh, can uh, reduce the mowing and you charge a lot of money for jobs like that. Um, Rock, I mean, rock's a pain in the rear end to, to, to move around, even with the machinery. It's just, it's, it's not as easy to fling around as mulch. And so, um, there, there, that, that's a trend worldwide, I think. Oh, you uh, see that? I'm talking about like the little rocks, you know, like you can, yeah. 
move with a shovel. Yeah, egg rock. There's different there's different sizes and and, and decoration and and all of that, but uh, they they pull a lot of that out of the uh, Chattahoochee River here, and uh, you can put that as as decorative rock. Okay, well, let's move on, Paul. That that was kind of interesting. In addition to fostering trust in the email, we talked about a lot of ways to accomplish that is to build goodwill, and that's in addition to the information you're providing. Yeah, you, it, good providing good information that they find useful that that certainly fosters goodwill. But you can also from time to time, provide special offers or free things like a free estimate, offering something for free that um, I can only think of free estimates, but you probably could think of more than that. Um, Also offering discounts, uh, coming up with um, information about news that's of interest, like um, there's there's a new trend going on in yards that you want them to know about. Um, or could be just updates about your company where you've got new equipment or new people on your staff. Um, ask for feedback where you ask them a question or have a survey, or uh, you just teach them something. But again, if you're show- t- telling them something that you want them to know, you keep it to one or two points only uh, per email. But that's how you build goodwill. They make it makes them feel like you're looking out for them. You're you're providing information or offers or things that. You don't have to do, but you're doing it anyway, and they can benefit from it. Uh, that emails tell and websites sell. You don't want to pitch too many things that you want them to buy. Uh, you only want to have a pitch in your emails like one out of every four or five emails that you send them. Otherwise, they think you're just sending them stuff to get them to buy. Um, that's another way to build goodwill with them is not being too aggressive with your sales pitches. And... Um, if you do pitch, you don't try to sell in the email. You just have a link to your website where they can learn more about what you want them to consider buying. Uh, so just remember the slogan that emails tell, websites sell. The last thing I think we need to mention, uh, just to wrap this up, is how you implement this. How do you implement emails and manage two lists, uh, a lead list and an customer list, you just uh, buy uh, the service of an autoresponder. For those who don't know what an autoresponder is, they're like 10 to 25 bucks a month. And the average is like $15 a month. And um, you you pay for a subscription and it lets you uh, build lists um, where um, if they click the little form because they filled out to opt in, they filled out on your website this little box on your page that says, um, I'll send you something for free on, on the email if you give me your name and email address. It's got behind it the link to your autoresponder, which automatically puts that information in, in the right list, either a lead list or a customer list. And behind the curtain it, with that list in the autoresponder, you can do two things. You can uh, create an email. You just log into your account and type in uh, the contents of the email and broadcast it to everyone on the list all at once in real time. Or you can use another mode where you um, put a sequence of emails with a duration of time between when they're sent so that anyone who joins the email list by filling out their contact information on your website, they get added to the list automatically and then they start receiving automatically a sequence of emails that you have already placed in there with a, a identification of 
when the first one gets launched, the second one, the third one, and the fourth one. And I call those canned emails. So your entire sequence of emails in that case are on automatic. And uh, that's, that's how you do that. Well, we really appreciate the time, Dr. Frank. You're going to have to get that computer fi- figured out because if, if it makes all those noises next time, I'm about to throw that thing into the <laughs> I don't in know Lake Lanier. <laughs> <laughs> You're a yeah. smart fellow. You can, you can figure it out. Well, as always, a timely message from Dr. Frank. This is definitely something that I need to get together and do better. I personally use MailChimp. I think it's $11 a month. And uh-huh. um, it, it, like what you said, uh, it kind I can organize everything in there. And what's nice about MailChimp, and this is hashtag not sponsored, by the way, but um, w- what I like about MailChimp is it actually will grade me as I'm, as I'm creating my email it will say, oh, that's too long, or you could optimize this better. It will actually give you pointers. Like you said, you want one thought, you want about two or three paragraphs. And the, the technology they have as you're filling it out, it literally kind of guides you. It's like dummy proof, so you don't overdo it or underdo it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that, that's a good one. And there's so many others that compete with them that are just as good. You, you can look through them, read the reviews and find the one that's right for you. Yeah. Hashtag not sponsored, but, um, you know, MailChimp's just the one that I, I use and it. It's, it's uh, going good. The, the problem's not MailChimp. The problem's the, me, Dumbbell Jr. over here for not sending out the email. So it's nothing to do with the technology. It has to do with the person needs to write the email. So as always, Dr. Frank, thank you for your time. I know you got people pay you big money for your consultation and, and you got a call here. You got to hop on. So hopefully yeah, we'll bring. Go. All right. Well, I'll let you go. See you later. Yep. Thank you, Dr. Oh, Frank. Good to see you again. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, Mr. Producer. Frank thinks he's big, big, uh, big buddy around here, man. Just uh, pieces out like that, like it's nothing. But uh, hey, we appreciate Dr. Frank hanging out with us. On today's program, and uh, if you guys want more of the marketing insights that Dr. Frank has, we actually created an e-course called How to Get and How to Keep Customers. And what kind of led to us creating this content is that off air, on a personal level, I was just picking Dr. Frank's brain about marketing. We actually went and got salad one day at uh, Ensalada, one of my favorite salad joints down here. And I was blown away when Dr. Frank first told me about the business that he started uh, back in the day. And he'll probably share that story on the program one day, guys. I don't want to say what I can't publicly say and things of that nature without his permission. But let's just say he made a lot of money. Okay, a lot of money. And the reason he uh, was so successful and it wasn't in the landscaping industry. It was in, it was in the medical field, but in um, technologies and medical field and all of that uh, mixed together. But what it created him a lot of wealth was marketing. He understood who his customer was and how he was going to market to that customer. And the um, he sold high ticket priced um, items. So it was, it was a $2,000 sale on average. And he sold that to a boatload of people. And so anyway, we're sitting there eating salad and he's sitting there just talking to me about marketing. And I was like, dude, this is so good. And so over the next several weeks and months, I just picked his brain and, and asked him to analyze my business and how can I do better at marketing and how can I earn more money and things of that nature. And he just absolutely blew me away um, on a personal level, just as a friend of, of what he taught me. And I said, Dr. Frank, I wish I had like a microphone in front of you right now and I could share this information with the world because this is so good. And so he's like, yeah, well, let's do it. So we actually did. And uh, he came over and we created nine video modules on how to get, 
and how to keep customers. And those private conversations Frank had with me, we, we share publicly um, so that you can have the insights of what you need to do to get customers. And then just as importantly, to keep those customers and to upsell and, and cross sell and all of that stuff, we go deep into it. And so if you want more information on how you can get customers, how you can keep your customers, take your business to the next level, check out our resource sender, baby. It's at the green and my e-course and all of our other um, trainings are there at the resource center at the green So what's that Marty? Ratings and reviews. Thank you, Mr. Producer. That's why we pay him the big bucks, guys. The best producer in the biz. So we're going to read a couple ratings and reviews here from Down Under. These are from Australia. Uh, fantastic podcast, says Jay, Working Man Grass. And uh, thanks again to all of our friends in Australia for listening. We definitely appreciate you and these kind words. Jay says, this podcast is great for a beginner or Experienced person in the industry, Paul passes on his tips and tricks from what he has learned. Maybe that's an Australian phrase, Mr. Producer, learnt. And brings on many knowledgeable guests. Very entertaining. I highly recommend Cheers from Australia. Well, cheers back to you, Jay, working grass man. We appreciate you tuning in. Bet Lawns. I, I thought it said Brett, but it says Bet, B-E-T-T, Bet Lawns. He says, awesome show. Hey, Paul, how are you, mate? Your show is the Ducks Nuts. Awesome. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means, Marty. <laughs> Did you censor these before? Oh, that's got to be an Australian term because I've never heard of that. Your show is Ducks Nuts. Awesome. Really enjoy each show. Very informative and entertaining. Appreciate you and your guest. Thanks, Aaron. We appreciate it, Aaron. And of course, we keep this uh, clean around here. On the podcast, uh, you have to click, is it um, explicit or clean? And we always click clean. So uh, (laughs) anyway, I was stuck up on me. So I appreciate you guys uh, dropping these ratings and reviews. As you hear us preach on this program week in and week out, our social proof, our reputation on the internet means everything because potential future listeners of this show and in the case of home service-based business future customers they will creep they will snoop they will look they'll find us online it's just what our culture does this day and age and here at the green industry podcast we rely on you to uh, take that quick minute and drop us a rating and a review and so i want to ask you that friend if you've been um enjoying the podcast and it's actually helped you and you can honestly say i've made more money because of the green industry podcast then i want to ask you um to do me a favor and please drop us a rating and review today on apple Podcasts or spotify or wherever you listen to it really does help um share with the world that um this show can help them take their businesses to the next level as hopefully we've definitely Provided you the knowledge and inspiration to take your business to the next level. Alrighty, guys, thanks for listening. Smash that follow button and hope to catch you on the next episode. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production. This is your moment. Your moment to move forward and make progress. It's time to see where an education can take you. 
For over 130 years, Strayer University has been at the forefront of change, offering programs that help students like you get ahead and stay ahead, so you can keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chef.